0: hello hello beautiful wonderful people my name is zelika akila i almost forgot the second part i don't usually announce myself like this (laughs) so welcome to philosophy with z so glad that you're here with me today thank you for tuning in if you've been on this journey with me this whole time thank you thank you thank you it has been so cool and I'm actually getting some listeners. As of today, I have like 146 listens on all my podcasts altogether. And I don't know if that is only on Anchor or if they like uh, gather information from Spotify too. I'm not sure. But either way, I'm just like so happy that someone is out there listening because this book is really just like, been so inspirational to me specifically. And I read it all once and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I want to tell someone about this. I want to talk about this, but you know, I couldn't really lecture a random person on the bus. So this has just been a wonderful opportunity for me to express how meaningful this book has been for me. And hopefully in the process, inspire and help someone else so let's just jump right into the next chapter chapter 11 the world all is well this has this one is a little bit woohoo it's out there i mean it's right there with me and like the way i think about stuff but i'm just interested on how people really take this so they they begin this chapter by saying All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of thing shall be well. So basically, even though everything is a mess, all is well. And you might ask, how is all well if everything is a mess? And they go on to explain that the world is an illusion. Basically, the world is not as it appears to be. Nothing is as it appears to be. This is all an illusion. And I'm sure you've heard this somewhere or another. Because I know this isn't the first time I've heard this. It's funny because I've actually been thinking this way for a very long time. But I didn't really know how to articulate it. And I didn't really know where to learn more about it. But the world is like the most persistent illusion. It, it's They describe it in this chapter as being like... You're in the middle of a 360 degree theater and it has surround sound. And, it you know, like those theaters where the chair shakes and stuff like that. It's like totally immersive, just like that. I'm sure I well I don't know. I don't want to make any assumptions, but I've heard people say this matrix is really immersive. This matrix is really immersive. And I just think that's hilariously accurate. Because everything about this reality makes you think it's real. Because if you're like me, what I always perceived as quote-unquote real is what I can touch. Like, seeing is believing. And mostly things I can see I can also touch. Except, of course, light. That's really the only thing I can think of that I can see but I can't touch. But the funny thing about light and colors is that... What The colors that we see are actually the absence of those very colors. So if I'm looking at something that is a purple piece of paper. Wow, purple piece of paper. I said that because I have a purple paper on my wall. (laughs) But actually, that piece of paper is every color but purple. And for some reason, the way things are, the light shines on that, that paper and it absorbs all the colors except purple. Something like that. I'm an artist, but sometimes these concepts are just like so mind-blowing to me. I just accept it for what it is instead of trying to like break it down. So they go on to explain that um, everything physical is mostly space. So when we talk about From a scientific standpoint, um, everything that is physical, like what's it really made of? Okay, it's made of molecules. And what are those made of? Those are made of atoms. And those are made of particles. And what are particles really made of except more particles? So they have a, a quote in here from Deepak Chopra from the Mind Body Green podcast. And he talks about how... Everything is waves of probability in mathematical space. So this is one of those things that just kind of blows my mind. But basically everything that is out of observable space is nothingness. So for example, right now I'm in my room and nothing really exists outside of this room to me because I'm not observing it. They kind of say that... Things only come into existence when they have the potential to be observed. And otherwise, they're just floating in. It's like like particles floating into nothingness, but always with the potential to become something. And so it's kind of wild to think about, like, things don't exist if I'm not looking at them. And I kind of feel that sometimes. You know, like when you're with a certain person, you just get wrapped up in this like whole reality together and crazy amounts of time go by and it doesn't even seem like it's been that long and you emerge from your space and you're like, oh my God, a whole world was existing out here, but it kind of wasn't. It's like the world was waiting for you to observe it so that it could come into existence. And I know this all sounds like really like woohoo, but it's important for me to kind of break that down because it it uh it contributes to the fact that all of the universe is our mind like if you've ever heard mind over matter really all matter is in the mind because whatever we are thinking is projected into our reality so like for example they they use this example in the book the Empire State Building looks the way it does only from the human perspective. We don't know how it looks to a spider or to an ant or to a snake or to an alligator. Like that one building that we perceive as a certain way is actually existing in numerous different ways based on the numerous different perspectives of other living creatures. And so there's really no reality because it looks different for everyone and more importantly it feels different for everyone every everything we experience comes from within us if someone touches you 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 don't feel it from the outside in you feel it from the inside out when we when we do anything when we even when we experience something and think about that experience those thoughts come from inside of us our senses detect the outside world so everything outside of us is experienced from within us. And so with that being said, it became very clear to me that we are the universe. Like I am the universe because I am only perceiving it through myself. And if I'm perceiving it through me, then I am a part of it. And I love this, this quote in here. It's, it's just a quote from Wanda Byrne She says, when you gaze out at the vast universe at night, how certain are you that it's outside of you? We know now, we now know that any image we see comes from photons of light hitting our retinas, which then gets translated by the brain into an image. Our brain then flips the image and projects it from inside the back of our head. So even on a biological level, we know that we are seeing What we are seeing is actually within us my bad i messed up a couple words in there but you feel me so on a biological level literally what we are seeing is just our is just a combination of light and brain waves and so that the thing that blows my mind is that when we see something it's actually upside down and our brain flips it to be right side up like, that right there makes me, gives me pause. Like, can I really trust anything that I'm seeing if my brain is manipulating it before I actually even perceive that I'm seeing it? Dude, blows my mind. And so, images and sounds and feelings, all of these senses are what allow us to communicate, essentially, with the outside world. But we must not forget that we've created this whole universe. Like things only existed when we began to observe them or manifest them. And a manifestation is simply just a thought that someone created into our reality. But the only place we see and experience the world is in our own minds. And this this reality this what we perceive as reality is really just an ever persistent dream and if you if you really think deeply about it you know this to be true because the your mind that creates your thoughts and communicates with you internally is the same mind that creates your dreams when you're sleeping so it doesn't that just make sense that it's all it's all one mind It's all one mind and it's all a part of the infinite awareness that I I talked about in the very, very, very first chapter. Oh my gosh, like, what was it even called? Oh, the first chapter was called Hidden in Plain Sight. Um, The Greatest secret Revealed was the second chapter. So that's when we, we began talking about the infinite awareness is you. Like, you are in it. And you are of it and you're on it it's kind of like being in a boat but you're also on the boat like I don't know that's just the way I see it and so let's see where was I and so this reality is a projection of our minds and Our minds have such a beautiful, wonderful power of creation and self-deception. That's the way they describe it in the book. And I really like the way they said that because it's not just deception. It's self-deception. Really, through creation, we perceive things to be ways that they are not. And... That's really, as I've said in the other podcast, like, that ability is the only thing that causes discomfort, unhappiness, anger, sadness, is our ability to self-deceive. And that is basically just because we are using the power of our mind to reject reality. And whatever reality is, it just is. Although this world is a projection of our own minds, some of it is on a subconscious level of awareness. So at times when I am observing something that makes me uncomfortable, I realize this is just a part of me. I don't know why it makes me uncomfortable, but it just is what it is. And upon having that moment of pause and acceptance, I begin my healing process and I begin my process of understanding myself and why these things make me uncomfortable. For example, as, as I've been getting clean, I am often confronted with situations that are really opportunities for growth. So, I need, I need help and guidance on how to heal and grow from whatever it is within me that I'm projecting into my reality that no longer sits comfortably with me. So, wow, like, it's, it's interesting when I'm, when I'm saying these things, when I'm recording these podcasts, I often say stuff that I really haven't even recognized. But somehow speaking it out, like some part of me comes out when I speak it, that otherwise I might not have been able to acknowledge. So, wow, doing these helps me just as much, if not more, than it helps other people. So, if everything is a projection of my own self and my own mind, and I encounter things that upset me, it could mean one of two things, I think. One, it could mean that I am recognizing a part of me that no longer resonates. And two, I am rejecting a part of me because I, well, because it no longer resonates. And, um, but I like, I think sometimes I can reject it as an outside influence. Like I'm blaming something or someone else on why I feel the way I do. And um, on the other side, I could be shaming myself for why I'm feeling the way that I am about something. And ultimately, awareness just always says yes. So whatever it is that I'm experiencing in that moment, if it's causing me some kind of discomfort, I now realize that I must accept it. I just must accept it, whatever it is, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And through that acceptance, I gain peace and clarity. If it's not meant to be for me anymore, then it will simply be dissolved back into me because my core is the infinite awareness, the infinite source. And so Deepak Chopra talks about two like unsolved mysteries of science. One, what is the substance of the universe? And two, where does consciousness come from? And it's funny because science can't figure this these questions out because we are a part of that nature. We are a part of the mystery that we're trying to solve. But ultimately, consciousness is the substance of the universe. And from consciousness comes anything and everything. Consciousness is that infinite awareness. Everything came from it. Like we talk about the big bang that started the universe. That would imply that there is an end to the universe. So nothing really came from the universe itself because the universe itself came from consciousness and everything has sprung forth since since then. And so let me bring this back to our, our tiny little human existence. All of this matters because our thoughts create everything. And so I have found in my life that before I had an awareness of myself and my connection to the universe, I primarily based my reality on what other people told me about reality. And I had all these limiting beliefs and ideals about myself and about people and women and people of color people who've gone to college who have not gone to college people who have done drugs people who are addicts all of these things someone else just put into my head and i began thinking about those things and i created a reality surrounding those things and so therefore i began to see them in my world it's so interesting our 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 minds are in cahoots with the universe or with the consciousness we are creating the reality that we believe to be true with our own thoughts. And as we see that reality come to fruition, it further deepens our belief in that reality. But at some point, I have began to realize the whole universe is contained right in me. There's no definite. There's no um, only one option. There's no no like truth about this except for... I am the infinite awareness and you are the infinite awareness and everything is unfolding because I think it to be so. And it's so important for me to grasp this concept because there's a lot of trickery in the world. There's a lot of people who stand to benefit from other people's misguidance. And I don't like to get too political about things, but this is one of those things that if you just take a step back and look at it, you will know this to be true. Like the medical industry does not stand to benefit from you being a healthy individual. They stand to benefit from you being unhealthy and in need of their constant help and constant medications. That's, that's where they make their money from. They stand to benefit from you being unhealthy and sick. And so I find it hard to trust that industry. Um, We are in a capitalist society in the United States of America. And so the the powers that be stand to benefit from people being constricted to hourly wages, even salary shifts or salary uh, positions they stand to benefit from people not following their own path they stand to benefit from people having the american dream of going to school getting a career moving up the ladder getting a a house in a car certain people stand to benefit from the populace having certain beliefs within their within their minds and so it's important for people to wake up to the illusion that is persistent around us. Because in that waking up, that is when you truly have the potential to create your own life because you've already had it this whole time. You were just hijacked at a young age before you realized your own power and someone incepted these thoughts into you so that you begin, begin to create the reality that they benefit from. <sighs> that's a lot. And I really... I, I have a little pause in saying some of those things. But you know what? That's, that's what this whole book has been leading to. To waking up to your truth and your reality. And realizing that your mind creates your life. Your thoughts create your life. And... It doesn't matter what anyone else has ever said to you because that's them and their thoughts, them projecting their reality onto you. You do not have to participate in their reality. You can be the co-creator of yours with the infinite consciousness. So I'm going to wrap it up there. That was a very intense chapter and I'm a, I am can't wait to go back and listen to this because some of these concepts still blow my mind, even though I talk about them like I'm an expert. I'm surely not. So thank you so much for listening. I love you and I appreciate you for being here. Again, my website is abstractlogic.me. Just hop on there, send me a message if you so choose. If you don't want to communicate that way, also on my website, it shows my Facebook and my Instagram and my phone number. I am here for you. I'm here to help you on this journey, break down these concepts and just grow to be whoever you want to be let go of all the stuff that's not really you and create your authentic life because that's what we're here to do to live peace love and blessings until next time